This is Brandon Spivey. This is Aaron Whitlow. And we are the Mark, Mark Out, Out Movie Podcasters. Podcasters. And Aaron, today is a special episode. It's our 25th episode, Aaron. 25th. We're moving on Woo-hoo! up there. But uh, today we're going to briefly do a spoiler review of Child's Play 2019. Yep. And give our list of best slashers. Yep. All right, let's jump on into it. Um, uh, well, we're, first we're going to go into the uh, Child's Play. We'll pause for a word for our sponsor, and then we'll jump into our list of slashers. So, uh, and this is slashers, the people that's doing the slashing and not the movies itself. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. But, yeah, let's talk a little bit about this Child's Play. All right. 2019. 2019, man. All right. See the joy in my face. I do see it. <laughs> All right, let me pull it up. So I need I need a frame of reference um, for this 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 little movie. Well, while you're looking up, I'll go ahead and give my pros for it. If that's okay. Go ahead, man. Okay, pro okay. your way around. Okay. Oh no, no. Before you get your pro, we gotta we gotta do a little house cleaning, buddy. House All cleaning. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh, you want? Yeah, you know, we gotta t- tell what it's about. <laughs> After moving to a new city, young Andy Barkley. Receives a special present from his mother, a seemingly innocent buddy with an eye doll that becomes his best friend. When the doll suddenly takes on a life of its own and he unites with other neighborhood children, a la Stranger Things, to stop the sinister toy from wrecking bloody, wreaking bloody havoc. This movie came out June 21st, 2019, was directed by Lars Kleberg. And it's based on Don Mancini's Child's Play. The budget, $10 million. And let's talk about the uh, views, what people think about them. Well, IMTV gives it 6.4 out of 10. That's better than they gave... What movie was it that they gave really bad on? We recently looked at. I'm not sure. I don't remember, but it's better than that. Uh... Rondo is at 61%. And I think that's really good considering it's a remake of a beloved slasher well, film. Look, man, I guess I might be in the minority here because uh, Common Sense Media got 3 out of 5 liking it and user Google users 80% like this movie which includes you. It does include me. Alright, so <laughs> let's give your pros. My, pros. my pros for this film I thought it had fresh eyes on the Child's Play story and character uh, of Chucky. Um, I, I really, I really like the, the fresh eyes on that. I liked this Andy a lot better than uh, Alex Vincent's Andy in back in the eighties. Um, I'm not gonna say this was a better Chucky by any means, uh, but I did like Mark Hamill's portrayal of this Chucky. Uh, he he no, has thought, some innocence to him. I thought you better say better than. Uh, uh, I don't, no, I wouldn't say it's better. Not, not not the character, but I, uh, I will say that this Chucky has innocence. He is... The thing that they did different uh, was Andy and Chucky are actually friends in this movie. Uh, and Chucky cares about him. He's not tr- trying to trick him to steal his soul. I, I liked it because it, it, it told a different story than the original so overall. Did- so overall, I like the story and the pacing of the film. I really enjoyed the third act. Uh, with, when Especially when Chucky's jumping... For Andy, okay. at the end of the movie, it, that to me felt like Chucky, the old Chucky, because when he's jumping in the, in the original. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
To me, it, it felt like an 80s movie, but for today. Okay. If you know what I mean. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm going to jump in real quick. Is that all your... That's, that's my pros. All right, let me see if I can write, wrang up some pros off in here. All right. Um, yeah, the kid that played Andy, Gabriel Bateman, did a great job as Andy. I thought he was, he was excellent. Uh, Mike Norris, uh, the detective Brian, by, played by Brian Tyree Henry. Um, I wish that they would have... Uh, it's not, that's not a pro. <laughs> All right, let me see what else is, could be a pro in this movie. Um, I like the idea of an AI Chucky, you know, or doll or whatever. I like that idea. I like that, uh, yeah, he, I like how at one point you kind of feel sympathetic towards Chucky. Um, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Um, I like those aspects of, I love the opening sequence. I like the opening sequence. That's going to be one of my cons. Um, but, uh, you know, just, what else can I say nice about this movie? I like the comedy in it. The comedy was actually had me laughing a little bit um, in it, you know. Um, but let's hear your cons, because I, I can't wait to get mine. <laughs> well, I, 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 I want to say one thing else about it. Uh, I had fun watching this. I, as you said, you laughed. I laughed. I really just had overall had a good time watching it. But I will get to my cons, and it's going to be short. Okay. <laughs> I hated the opening. I hated how Chucky becomes evil. Uh, the malfunctioning. That guy, because he gets mad at his ball, so he's going to screw up this one particular doll. And then he's going to commit suicide afterwards. I I thought it was just silly. Mm-hmm. But then again, Child's Play is kind of silly in that concept. You know, that the original Charles Lee Ray did some little voodoo and made his soul go into a doll. So. Yeah. It, it's a little silly, but I, I didn't like the first act all that much. I thought the first 20, 15, 20 minutes was really a little bit slow for me. I wasn't really into it. Right. So, but then it, it changed for me. And okay. it, I'm assuming it got worse for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, cons. All right. Um, where do I begin? All right. I like Brian Tyree Henry. I think they wasted his character in this movie. Mike Norris, the detective. I like he was comedic. He was kind of comic relief a little bit. But I wish they would have built on that a little bit more. And, um, you know, I think that they wasted him. Aubrey Plaza was terrible. In my opinion. I didn't mind her. She was... She played the same character in everything that she's in. And I have yet to see her change. She's a mom in this. But she was like a mom... But playing the same character she's ever played and everything else. Just kind of deadpan. Uh, you know, the scene where she's crying, I was like, okay. Yeah, I just didn't care. I don't, I didn't care. Um, she's pretty lady, though. But, um, <clears throat> let's see. Andy's friends, they were okay. They were okay. I think they, they try to bring a little Stranger Thing-esque, uh, it-esque type of vibe with them. Yeah, they did. Uh, but uh, I don't think that it... Uh, I didn't think carry over as well as it could have. I would like to see where to go with it. Maybe they can go somewhere with it. You know, I don't know. Um, now, uh, I, I don't like... <clears throat> some of the murders in it was just kind of 
dumb. Like like the, oh, I love it. I love like, the, like the mother. Scene. I hated the mom dying. Yeah, that, that I, it was, was, it was disappointing. That the, 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 there's no need for to really. But I think they it. did that to get because I think you were cheering for Chucky at that point in time until he killed her because he was killing people that were actually actually bad. Yeah. But when you got you got to do something to turn you against him. I mean. Yeah, I, I understand that, but even then, just and it was a. It wasn't as cool of a kill, you know. Uh, like Chucky in a car killing you. Uh, the best thing he ever done was the first. Uh, well, I think Child's Play Two, when he pops up behind the dude and you know, like smothers him with the plastic bag. Yeah, that was brilliant. You know, um, that scared me to a point where I'm like, I don't want to ever be in a car with, you know, nobody with no plastic bag. But anyway. Uh, that's a kind. I hate the end of it. I, I, I like the RoboCop reference. Um, Dead or Alive, You Come With Me. I marked out when I heard that. It's like the little toy police car, and it says, Dead or Alive, You Come With Me. I, li- I like that. But um, what I don't like about it, the ending, is that when he stabs him, the little spark shoots out. I thought it was dumb. I was like, that's so stupid. And then, like, when he does the whole, ah, you know, and then, like, she shoots. And then this is the end, you know, and then all that and stupid. Then they beat up the Chucky doll and then like another Chucky doll with eyes is red. Just like what in the world, man? Well, I mean, I got frustrated at the end of that movie. I was just mad. I was like, so because well, I seen Toy Story four before that. Yes, yes. but I, I It's such I a can, great movie. I can understand that. But look what they did in the originals. He got burnt. How did he come back? Oh, Man, they, they just that, that beautiful no, no, in the in the original in the no in the first one he got burnt he got blown to smithereens. Yes, leg shot in got, the heart. got shot yeah, in the heart. Yeah, shot in the heart. He did like it fell off against the wall and then he died. Right, finally he says, uh, uh, "Friends to the end, huh, 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 uh, hidey ho, huh, huh, huh," and then he dies. Okay. Right, but then in the second one, they show that beautiful intro where they scraping all yeah, the stuff. And they getting them together and cleaning them up and putting them. That is brilliant, and I love that. And it gets me ready to see Chucky back again. This I don't. If I never see this ugly doll in my life again, I'm okay. Another thing that I hated about it, they shouldn't have named the doll Chucky. Call it something else, make it look something different. I've been okay with. Okay. Another thing, just call the doll Buddy. I'm okay. Just call it Buddy. And, name, and make it look different, and I've been okay with it. <laughs> they, they, they had to be called Child's Play. Call this, dude, call this AI Gone Bad. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually prefer this over the original. You want to know why? What? The original takes itself too seriously. Because it's the 80s. It needed to. <laughs> I'm hurting my throat. A lot of the 80s films don't take itself so seriously, though. There's a lot of comedy in in between. The first one didn't have much comedy. Yeah, but then, like, with the second one, they, it kind of... It was changed. the 90s, though. Yeah. That was 1990. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but still. But, yeah, the second one started to be a little less serious. I don't mind the comedy in this. It's not but, That's my thing that I don't have a problem with. But I don't have a problem with that. But this one knew what it was. It, it's, you know, it's not trying to be serious. It's... But... You can't say, well, you prefer this one over the other one because... I, I do, actually. I, I prefer this one over the other one. Or the original. Yeah, the original. I'm not saying it's better than all these sequels. Well, it's better than some. No. No. It's well, that's where we get this. We're going to do a Do you think this is Brandon. bad as Seed of Chucky? 
Oh, yeah, it's better than Seed of Chucky. That's not even what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, I said sequels, and you're like, no, no, a Seed of no. Chucky was a sequel. <laughs> Chuck, Child's Play 2 is good. I like that. Child's Play 3, not so much. Bride of Chucky, excellent. Yeah, I agree. Seed of Chucky, horrible. See, I didn't say it was better than Child's Play 2 or Bride. But this is, I want you all to hear me say this. <laughs> I enjoyed Curse and Cult of Chucky more than this movie. I enjoy those movies better I, than this one. I want y'all to hear me. I did not. <laughs> I know they did. I enjoy like those I can't wait to see where they go with that in those. This one, if they come I, I hope the next one comes straight on like blue like like released straight on Netflix or something. Um like the current ones are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So then it could be a real competition. Hey, uh, they, they try to come at Toy Story. They try to come at Toy Story in the marketing. I love and, that, and Toy though. Story destroyed them. They knew they were going to get destroyed. And but, then they tried to come at Annabelle, and I think Annabelle whooped their butt, too. They did. Of course it would. It was a, it was a week later. Hard drops massive yeah. after a week. You'll see Annabelle's drop massive this week. Uh, ain't, she ain't got... She ain't coming... She coming against Midsummer. She's not going to survive. But she already made her money. She's good. She made something. Made made a mistake. She made thirty one opening weekend, so right, whatever. <laughs> you your little dolls. But yeah, I don't know, man. Well give me mark outs. Mm-hmm. Oh. For child Yeah. Play. I'll make sure they ain't cutting out electricity running. But uh uh yeah. <laughs> so my mark outs. Huh? Yeah, let me hear it. So my mark out is I give it uh, 3.0. What? 3.0. The way you hate it on this film, you're giving it a fresh score? Yeah. 3? Oh, no, no, no. All right, 2.5. 2.5. Is that better? Is that... I what? didn't hate it, but I didn't like it either. Is 2.5, is that better? Well, the way you talk, like you hate it. You, like, you said I hated uh, Men in Black. Yeah, so... Uh, what, so, what score would a 2.5 be? It was okay. It was watchable. Yeah, that's what I'm going to give it. Okay. Mine has not changed. If you've read or listened to my review with Beth, it's still a 4 out of 5 for me. It has its problems, but it, it's fun for me. I had a good time watching it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it by myself, granted, but I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Some people actually hate it. But at the end of the at the end of the movie, towards the, the third act, I hated it. It just I, fell apart for me. I loved the and, third act. And I just was not I was just so mad. I didn't I left the theater mad. I didn't necessarily love the final like scene of another doll having red you know, red eyes. Cause it doesn't make any sense. Cause he was the only one that was malfunctioning. Yeah. But then again he was controlling everything, so I don't know. Maybe he malfunctioned. That's maybe, stupid. I mean, he's an AI. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's dumb. But yeah, I think that, uh, now, like, I, I like for, quick, for instance, one what, quick question, though. Yeah, yeah. What, what, Chucky, would you be more afraid of? Charles Lee Ray and a doll or the AI that could create, control everything? <laughs> of course, you'd be scared of the AI, yeah. but. If he didn't have that, Charles Lee Ray. Well, yeah, if he didn't have it, of course. But yeah, you so do he's have cheating. It. He's cheating. 
Of course you're going to be scared of the one that control your microwave oven to blow up or anything like that. You would be scared of that. I but love if, if they didn't have, if they didn't have AI and both of them standing toes up, Charles Lee Ray would beat the hell out of his dog and, and kill it. Also, it's loves, not Chucky. That also, dog's not Chucky. They should call that dog something else but Chucky. Why even look like the buddy dog? My buddy dog. There's no need. You know why Chucky look like that? Because it came out of the 80s. It makes sense to make it look like the my buddy dog. It doesn't make sense for it to look like my buddy dog today. Why would a big corporation that makes all these uh, things? Why would why would Amazon come out with a live Amazon dog and make it look like a redheaded my buddy dog from the 80s? No reason, unless they're just being. Well, they funny. got them the create the build your own bears. But nobody's building that crap. Nobody's it on actually, purpose building a redheaded child. But you know, watching this movie and watching that bear come alive, it gave me it gave me an idea of of a, a bear build a bear coming to life, killing people. That's what they should have did. This is what this movie should have been. It, I, I Give agree. the kid build a bear and the build a bear come to life and call it Teddy. But I think Teddy would have been scary. I think if they would have done that and take away the Chucky thing, people would have hated it even more. I would have loved it. Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Uh, Teddy wants to read you a story tonight. Oh, yeah. Filled with blood. Teddy. But for what it was for today, you know, using today's technology. Or, or taking Teddy Ruspin and making Teddy Ruspin a horror character. Man, that's crazy. Although, Andy's way too old for that. So why are they even making a... But they deal? even explained it, though. He said, this looks creepy. I don't want this. I know, but still. I, I nudged Beth because she had a problem with him having a dog. And I, yeah. I had fun with it. He didn't. Yeah, I didn't like it as much. All right. But, yeah, so bottom line, if you like Child's Play and you like this Chucky dog, hey, let us know if you like the dog. Aaron Thomas did not like the dog. Brandon Spiving absolutely enjoyed the doll. I did. Um, but, yeah, you let us know what you think. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to take a a, pre, a brief break. Hear a word from our sponsor, and we're going to finish marking out with you with some list. Right. Welcome back. We're about to do our uh, top 20 best slashers of all time, in our opinions, mm-hmm. with uh, five honorable mentions. Um, Aaron, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go? I'll go first, yeah. All right. All right, let me go ahead and hit up my honorable mentions. I'm hiding my uh, list from Brandon Spivey. He already scoped it out. That's not fair. It's a flare. Um, honorable mention number five. Angela from Sleepaway Camp. Uh, Angela was... Uh, Brandon's never seen it. Never seen it. Angela was a... Uh, was a... It's, it, there's only a few camp horror movies back in the day back in the 80s this is one of them uh the biggest one being friday 13th but uh angela was uh killer killer girl uh, i'm spoiling it for you uh that has a dark history and dark past and but she's killing a lot of uh camp counselors and campers and i had fun watching the movie i have seen a little bit of it and it just didn't look great it's in the 80s so it's not well, I mean, for its time, it looked like it was a student film, though. A little bit of I saw of it. She, I think, uh, she had a high body count, sir. Did she? Yeah, not as high as some people, but <laughs> all right. Number four is the killer in Midnight Movie. Have you seen Midnight Movie? 
Is that the one that's in the theater? Yeah, and then like they go into the yeah, film. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. All right, uh, the killer was kind of a creepy looking killer. Uh, he had overalls. He had this little spiral knife thing that was weird, but it was actually a fun little movie. Uh, and it reminded me of another movie that's not a slasher movie that takes place in theaters called Demons. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely enjoyed that little movie. I enjoyed that little killer. Um, and it was a tall killer, actually. But yeah, that's number four. Number three is Babyface from Happy Death Day. Um, the first one, not the sequel. Uh, I thought that was a, I thought that was a fun concept of a movie. I like time travel. I like anything dealing with time. As a, if you heard my previous uh, review on our uh, cinema culture uh, segment, I like time travel stuff. So anything dealing with time, so I absolutely like that. And this killer uh, found different ways to kill uh, tree. Absolutely, and plus I like tree. But yeah, number two. <clears throat> is the stepfather in Stepfather. Um, I'm a stepfather, so I wonder why I like that movie. No. Oh, God, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Watch terrible. out, watch out. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a good movie. Uh, you know, you got a stepfather that goes from family to family murdering them uh, when they don't when they don't fit his ideal as what uh, idyllic, idyllic family. No one's going to fit that, but yeah. It's a great movie. And it then is, they it made is. a they made a remake, which wasn't terrible either. Uh, but yeah, I'm talking about the original one. Yeah, they should have went right at R with that remake. Yeah, they should have. Um, number one is The Strangers in Strangers Two: Pray at Night. Um, I like their. It was it was like an ode to the slasher movies. Uh, it was a. I, I like their. I like the way that they uh, hunt and kill, but. I like just them getting to come up. It's, I, I, I just enjoyed that movie. I liked them better than the first movie, though. Yeah, of course, everybody did. But, you know. I'm just saying. Yeah, but <laughs> I like those. What's your uh, honorables? Uh, honorable mentions, number five is Art the Clown from Terrifier. <laughs> okay. What's, what's no, wrong? No, 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 go ahead, continue. I like Art the Clown. Uh, the movie was okay, uh, <clears throat> but him as a character doing he did was gruesome. I mean, it was just... Man, I, I did it because he made honorable and not on the list. Oh, on the list, I, I, there's there's a few more people I like. I think you're gonna be shocked. You're gonna raise your eyebrows. I will. Couple. I'm already looking at you because you got that man on the honorable mention. But go ahead. Number four for me is Harry Warden from My Bloody Valentine. The original or the remake? I went with both. You don't like the remake? No. I love the remake. Yeah, the original is much better, but yeah. In your opinion, Aaron, in your opinion. It's facts, Brandon. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's facts. Rodney but... Mabel would say otherwise. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Number three, Pumpkinhead from Pumpkinhead. Did you consider him a slasher? Yeah. I guess he is. All right. He I kills didn't... people. Yeah, he did. <laughs> what constitutes I a slasher? I said that you were going to raise your eyebrows or something. <laughs> what constitutes a slasher? Well, I mean, he's killing all these If you're kids. killing people. Yeah, I mean. Okay. All right, yeah. All right, that makes sense. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Number two, uh, the Phantom Killer from the town that dreaded sundown. The original, not the re, re whatever that that is reboot sequel whatever. The original, because he's a he's a real deal. You, you don't you got problems? <laughs> oh, we'll see. We're gonna talk about. It. 
I mean, he, was, he was a real guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They never caught him. Never caught him. If you watch the sequel, they say he died and got hit by a train, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is bothering Aaron for some reason. Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> Hope he's not related to the Phantom Killer. No relation. <laughs> That's good, because he's in Arkansas, right? Arkansas. Or Texas. He's in, Texas. He's in the Texas-Arkansas border. Yeah. Okay. And number one honorable mention for me is Pamela Voorhees from the original Friday the 13th. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. Well, I had to. I mean, I, mean, I had to. Hey, you, I know you, Brandon. Of course you had to. That's, that's a given. <laughs> All right. Let's go to my 20 through 16. That's correct. Number 20, the family from The Hills Have Eyes. I am talking the original Wes Craven's The Hills uh, Have Eyes. Uh, <laughs> not a fan but yeah I love the remake though yeah we all like the I like those too I, the family I like itself I the sequel to the remake I like that alright well alright for this case I say the family in the original and the remake I'm happy alright <laughs> but yeah the uh, Pluto's family Pluto's kids and Pluto uh, they uh, crazy cannibalistic mountain uh, hill people Man, it was great. It was exploitive. It was, it was. Oh my goodness, I enjoyed it. All right, number nineteen, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Norman Bates. Oh, he, he's down there for you. Yep, I like. He's a little higher for me. I like Norm, um, but Norm. Uh, <laughs> Norm uh, I like Norman Bates. It's like Norm McDonald. <laughs> uh, I like Norm McDonald too. But uh, Norman Bates, however. Was uh, I, I enjoyed him as a he was a he was a serial killer he was a slasher early slasher, uh, but he wasn't as strong on the list as other people is, but I liked him. But I I know you put him down there uh, closer to the top yeah, he's, he's because of of you feel like you need to because of a respect thing like Hellraiser or somebody like that. He didn't make my list. Oh, I thought he did. But he didn't. I took him off. All right. Number 18 mm-hmm. is The Prowler in The Prowler. I haven't seen that. Um, man, it, it takes, it's 80s. It's, uh, I think it actually takes place prior to the 80s. Or maybe even... I think it's I on seen, Amazon, though. Yeah. Uh, Prowler is uh, he's a killer. He's uh, a slasher. And he has his uniform. is really cool outfit, you know. Uh, but it's fun little 80s shit. Stick number 17 for me is Mandy and Emmett in All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Oh, yeah, uh, that was a fun horror movie that turns it on its head, and yeah. I absolutely like the I uh, didn't expect that ending, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I liked it, I, I thought it was a great little movie. It's one of my favorite, like, modern horror films. Uh, that you know, it's low budget, but it was fun, yeah. uh. And that's why she made my list. They both made my list as slashers. Um, number 16 for me, buddy, is Cropsy from the movie called The Burning. He was on my list, but I, I ended up taking him off. Before there... Hear me out, Brandon. Before there was a Jason Voorhees as a killer, as an adult, there was a Cropsy. 
So, they were being filmed around the same time. Tom Savani left. Tom Savani left. I know, but... Friday the 13th. You can't say it was before. Oh, it was before, Brandon. But you can't say it was. Well, because, okay. They were filming at exactly the same time. No, no, It was filmed a little bit right before. I believe Friday came out... It came out 81. They both came out in 81. (laughs) This came out prior I think Friday came. It may, you may be right, but it was just they were weeks apart. I know, but but you can't say it was first. I'm thinking they they copied they them. Film. They like, oh, what are they doing over there? Oh, come the on, camp. man. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's make it similar. All right. If you if anything, they copied the Phantom Killer. No, well, the Phantom Killer was different. Like he didn't. Okay, Jason copied the Phantom Killer. The the, the, the sack head. Yeah. Um, uh, he was a real deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was real. He really existed. But um, yeah, no. Cropsey, Cropsey was Cropsey was to me uh, before there was a Jason Voorhees killing people. Not Nancy, not Nancy, not uh, uh, Pamela, whatever the hell her name is Pamela Voorhees. There was Cropsey killing people. In a summer camp setting, freaking Jason Alexander's in this movie. I know, and how shocking to see. And yeah, he lives. Uh, so we have other people. I like Holly, Holly Hunt is in this movie. We should review this movie. We should. I... Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and then so that was my sixteenth, I think. Mm-hmm. Let me see. My tablet went to sleep on me. <clears throat> yeah, that was sixteen. Go, ahead, Brandon. Number twenty for me is the creeper. From Jeepers Creepers. Uh, didn't make my list. He, Creeper didn't make your list? Wow. I thought he did. Uh, when that's, that movie first came out, man, that, that movie, I liked him though, but I didn't think about him. That movie freaked me out a little bit. You know, stalking those routines, uh, throwing the bodies in that well, and just, they had like hundreds of bodies. Mm-hmm. Then you find out every 23rd of, what was it, September? I don't remember. Every 20, I don't know. I think it was every 23rd of every September he gets to come out and play. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I, I really enjoy that character. I haven't yet to see the third film, though. But anyway, number 19, and this is going to raise some eyebrows for you because he's number 19, is Leatherface. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, just, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Leatherface. I, I I don't like him in the originals, uh, and I, I don't like like him as I like him in the remake. But then again, he's not the main attraction in the remake either. It's Arlie Her- Army who yeah. steals that movie, and yeah. who really is the main attraction, even in the well, the prequel to that. So I don't know. Leatherface, I mean, Leatherface has never seemed like the main attraction to his own movie, except for in uh, Leatherface takes change of massacre too. Two. I've seen, much it the main I've seen it I, once. I've seen it once. Bill Mosley kind of steals the road. Steals it. So like, it seems to be a thing there. Someone steals it from him. I mean, Bill Mosley's pretty... Bill yeah, Mosley, I mean, man. Bill's, Bill's great. He yeah. makes my list. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, that's number 19. Number 18, uh, I think this will raise some eyebrows to some people as well, mm. is uh, Jacob Goodnight from See No Evil, played by Kane. WWE wrestling, yeah, it's raising some some vomit from Aaron. I, I love Jacob Goodnight. No. Yes. Oh no, I yeah. hated see no evil. 
Oh, I don't think the movie's great. I think he's great. The character. He is a serial killer. Yeah, he's yeah. a slasher for sure. Yeah. But I can't get past his being Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. I can't get past it being Glenn Jacobs. Who had sex with a, uh, uh, Katie Vick. That was Triple H having sex with Katie Vick in that. Mm-hmm. You need to go back and watch that. That was Triple H. Oh, yeah, it was, buddy. <laughs> well, he had a voice box thing. Yeah. That also, was, like, 2002, I think. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Before Sean actually came back full-time. Yeah, okay. They were teasing him. Oh, we're good. We're good. But, uh, yeah. Good conversation Number today. 17, I think you're going to be like, but really? Yes. Because the first one plays out like a slasher flick. Mm-hmm. And that's the uh, Xenomorph from Alien. Okay. From Alien, the movie. Not the whole series. It's that first movie. Okay. Yeah. In that case, I could have put the Predator on here. He made my list, too. <laughs> These are not slashers! <laughs> but... I was, I was okay with giving you a little bit of Alien, because technically... That is a slasher no, movie on uh, I know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Please let us know on our Twitter at... Uh, at uh, Mark Out Movie Pod, if that if if Alien or Predator, for that matter, are they considered slasher movies, or just straight Alien movies? I think the movies? first one is. I don't both. know, man. Well, number sixteen for me is Ben Willis from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, you're saying that's not a slasher film? No, either? it's a slasher. No, that's a slasher. You got it right there. That man's slasher. You just don't like him. I can't say that. You know why? Number 15 for me is The Fisherman. And I know what you did last summer. (laughs) So I can't say that I don't like him. He is a slasher. Um, Number 14 for me is The Hillbillies and Wrong Turn. They were slashers. They were. I'm not saying they were. They murdered people and ate them. They were in my... Eliza Dushku's in the movie. I had a top 50. You know this. You said it was way too many. It was way too many, but... <laughs> they were in it. So were the Hill, Hill Has Eyes family. Uh, some people have to be let go, Brandon. All right. <laughs> Number 13. Brandon, am I raising my eyebrows? Maybe not. You're next. Yeah, you're going to raise some eyebrows with that one. Cause I, I thought about that, but I was like, but she's... Is it the girl or is it the, the I, I, kids I that are trying to the, kill them? I want to say the girl. Because she technically okay. is the slasher in that movie. I, 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 it, it turns it on its head. It's more acceptable than yeah. the others because they were kind of well, weak they, when they, they, they were weak. Yeah, but... They had she, some good kills in that movie, though. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it's definitely a slasher movie. I mean... And she's the slasher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. The girl. All right. Yeah. Number... 12, where I go to, where I am, 11, 11. 12 is three from hell, or the, uh, the, uh, Captain Spaulding, uh, say all of them, all three of them, they all together, I did it individually, (laughs) I didn't, Captain Spaulding, cause, you know, if I got the family, if I got the hillbillies, I I, I put a group, so, the three from hell. And I'm talking about the only movie that I've seen of them is House of a Thousand, Thousand uh, Corpses. Corpse. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely like them. And I haven't seen any of the other films. Um, but, yeah, I like those. Number 11 for me, Brandon, you might not be like, what? The Maniac Cop in Maniac Cop. I haven't seen it. 
It's like Jason Voorhees if he's a police officer and killing people. <laughs> it's hooked me already. <laughs> it's Jason Voorhees. Are they, is the whole trilogy like that or just that one film? I don't know. I, I know that one for sure. He was like Jason, he's a zombie and he's killing people. The second one, one of them is more and more like Jason. He looks because his whole face is kind of zombified. I want to say I've seen a little bit of one of them. One of them has Bruce Campbell in it. I think it's uh, first He's one. in the first one. Yeah. The one with the funny face, I think, is in all three. Okay. He may be the maniac cop. Maybe. He's got like yeah, a Yeah, he has a weird face. face. Yeah. Big face dude. Yeah. Robert Rizar or something Rizzo, like Ruzo. Robert Ruzo, I think. Yeah, he's he's big on low budget films. Yes. All right, what's yours, dude? All right, fifteen is Sam from Trick or Treat. You don't consider him. He only killed two people that we know. Of. Oh, that's my wife. <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> Yo, continue. Okay, <laughs> we're alive here, man. <laughs> Fourteen for me is Candyman from. Candyman film series. Yep. Uh, love Tony Todd in that. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> number 13 is Otis from House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Right, wait, wait. So you said Tony Todd from Candyman. It's 14. What was the one before that? Sam from Trick or Treat. Yeah. What well, I was going to say about Sam <laughs> before I was brutally almost interrupted. By uh, your own self. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Brandon. That's besides the point. Um, is uh, all right. So in that movie, he technically only kills. How many people does it take to be a slasher? Because like he kills the wife that doesn't believe in the spirit of Halloween. Uh, he kills the. That's uh, all. That's all he kills. He doesn't kill nobody else. Pretty sure he killed the old man. No, no, he beat him up. Gang near killed him. But then the kids from the the kids from the yeah, bus you're right, you're right. kills kills him. Come on, he's not a slasher, dude. He's considered one. Okay. That's all I'll say. Okay. All right. Because this list came from a list of considered slashers. Okay. Okay. All right. I didn't make it up. You said Tony Todd. Tony Todd uh, is Candyman, Candy number yeah. fourteen. Otis. Mm -hmm. From House of a Thousand Corpses and Devils, Devils Rejects is 13. Okay. Number 12 for me is Norman Bates from... So you made him lower on the list, okay. From the Psycho. Or higher series. on the list, yes. Yeah, he's higher on mine than he was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, you might be right, I did it out of respect. Uh, but I, I was going through like the whole film series, yeah. not just that first film. Yeah, I, I was going through the whole film series okay. as well. well. I thought maybe we was just oh. doing it the first one. Oh. But anyway, yeah, number 11 for me is the Predator from Predator. The first film because he's killing all the soldiers. And he's killed so many soldiers that came before. He's got a body count. <laughs> and that's what you have to do in a slasher movie, according to Aaron Thomas Whitlow. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. What was that? Is that that's my 11. <laughs> 10 through 5 for me. 10 through 6. Oh, 10 through 6. I'm sorry. 10 through 6. Phantom Killer from the Town of the Dreaded Sundown. Oh, that's why you're looking at me like that. Yeah, <laughs> but the difference in mine and yours, I went with the remake, and not the begin, <laughs> not the first one, because the first one was based on a true person, and I didn't want to do a true person because you know I don't want to give honor to the actual serial killer. 
that I mean, killed a, a lot of people. It's a movie, Aaron Hodge. But the remake, clearly he isn't still out here killing people. I mean, I didn't put Ted Bundy on here. I'm surprised. It was a, it was a good miniseries that Mark Harmon did as Ted Bundy. I haven't seen the Zac Efron movie, though. I haven't seen that either. Uh, but then, uh, all right, so I got that on there. That's why I put uh, the Phantom Killer. I guess he was a serial killer, in my opinion. He was a real serial killer. Yes, you're right. But I'm talking about the movie slasher I'm not slasher glorifying guy. him. I'm just... The slasher guy from going, the remake I'm, I'm that just, doesn't exist just, in real life. I'm basing it on... It hasn't really killed anyone. I'm not basing it off real historical stats. I'm basing it off the movie. Well, okay. He kills somebody <laughs> with a horn, man. I know. With and a knife and a horn, which is weird. It's a weird thing to do, man. And then when he shot that woman uh, with that weird-looking gun. He's weird. He's a weirdo. He was weird, but he was effective. And he didn't get caught. And that's just scary. But he's dead now. I would hope so. I Him and the Zodiac Killer. Neither one of them was caught. If we had to do real-life people, Zodiac probably be number one on the list. Dude, crazy. And then, uh, well, I don't want to do, do it. I don't want to do it. Real life. I don't want to give anybody any ideas to come after us. No, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> All right. So, Phantom Killer, uh, number nine is Billy from Black Christmas, the re original, not the remake. I haven't seen the original. The original Billy creeped the heck out of me. Uh, there's a. Uh, I'm not gonna even give it away. Cause I want you to see it. But yeah. Great, great little movie. It has the chick that plays freaking Lois Lane in it. John Saxon's in it, too. From... Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Absolutely. He's not the killer, is he? <laughs> I ain't gonna say um, I hope not. I like him. <laughs> um, number eight. Nope. Seven. Eight. Eight. Damn, he was on my list. Hey, how about that? Pinhead. He's on your list at number eight. <laughs> oh, what if I thought I took him off? <laughs> Why'd you put him so high? You I talk trash him about him. Oh, this is my. It's not my update list. Oh I took him God. off. I took him off and put him instead of him. I put uh, I put Art the Clown. Oh yeah, yeah. I put Art the Clown because you, Art, really, Art the Clown. You really think he deserves being high just come just now? Being yeah, introduced? absolutely. You do crazy as hell. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. Or he might come after me. He's not real, so... Hey, man. There's only one real killer that on that list that we know of. <laughs> but Art... Art, man. That scene where he just was standing there and then he does this little thing like that and go out. Yeah, he's a... And then he shoots the chick and get more bullets and come back and redo it. Do crazy. He gets on the list. I'm excited for his I sequel. I took you out, Pinhead. I'm so sorry, but you deserve honorable mention. Somebody gave it to you. All right. I didn't give him one either. Oh, dang. <laughs> we honorably mention you right now, but we don't like you that much. All right. Because you do nothing. You do so, nothing. From you, what I've seen, you do nothing. You do nothing. I agree. You you're, you have your like deadites or whatever the hell you call those dead, ugly Yeah. Dumpster you're, people. You're like a mafia boss that orders other people around. You have the little chatterbox looking guy. You have the chick with the weird chick face. You have the uh, fat one. I think he's fat. It's twisted. Uh, then you have like, then you have the chains. That's all you have. 
You know, I'm more afraid of the tall guy from Phantasm. Because he actually does more. Well, what number you at? Shit. Uh, <laughs> sorry, this is PG. It started out that way. <laughs> uh, you can land one or one, two of them. But, uh, alright, so that was Art the Clown at eight, seven, Candyman. He's up there for Tony you. Todd, because there's not many black slashers. I knew he was going to go there. I just knew it. <laughs> he makes the list because we don't have many of us. Dang it. And he made it because he is uh, by far the most effective. I'm, I'm thinking here. Do you have any besides him? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think so. There was a do we black. Call, well, do we consider Tar Man from Return of the Living Dead? Do we consider him? Was he black? Was he? No, because that's racist if he was. Uh, no. And you've already passed the racist part. We don't, have any, we don't have any black. We, we just have one black person, and it's Tony Todd. Thank you, Tony, for being there for us. Taking one for the team. I guess we can say red from us, but nobody can ever say that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, that I got was, a quick question. Yeah. Do you think uh, us is racist? Because a lot of people are saying it's really racist these days. You being a black person, do you find it to be racist? No. I'm just curious. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, number six, Chucky. Charles Lee Ray. <laughs> Charles <laughs> Lee Ray. I'm just surprised. Chucky. He's only Charles. Six. I hear Lee you. Ray. <laughs> Not Buddy, but Charles. Chucky, I get it. The doll. The I real one. He is high on my list of six because he was a little serial killer that died and got inhabited by a doll or went into a doll. and But he had to pretend to be a doll and not that he's human. But I loved it. It's great. Okay, go ahead, buddy. Number 10, the tall man from Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he's underappreciated, and uh, I just love that character. Even though I'm not exactly sure if he actually killed anyone. <laughs> His balls did. <laughs> His balls killed people. But... He gets to kill a balls. And that could be taken so out of context, but he's got these little balls. He They're kind of big, though. He likes but... putting them in people's face. <laughs> and he throws them, and they got, like, blades in them. Oh, it's great. Watch Phantasm if you haven't. Watch Phantasm. Don't watch Pinhead. Hell yeah, he's Don't overrated. Watch, Hellraiser. watch, watch Phantasm. But anyway. People are going to so hate us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doug Bradley. I like you, though. Never met you, but, but you Angus, seem nice. Angus Grimm is better. I like him. Tall man, he's still living. Thank no, God. No, Angus has passed. Did he die? When did Angus die? After right before they released uh, that last Phantasm movie. Oh, what? Well, Reggie Bennett's just still living. Yeah, he's he's alive. Hey, hey, Reggie. Reggie. Good old Reggie. <laughs> All right. Number nine for me is the Leprechaun from Leprechaun. I didn't put him on the list, man. I, I've noticed. <laughs> Shit. Stop! Stop screen watching. <laughs> Brandon, stop screen watching. That's why I'm turning totally <laughs> precarious position so you can't even look at this. But uh, Warwick Davis is a leprechaun. is just oh, oh, hilarious okay. and amazing <laughs> and knows what it is. And Aaron is, I don't know, he's freaking out over here. I'm good, man. I think he's afraid of the wife showing up. I'm not sure, though. No comment. Um <laughs> Anyway, number eight, and this is going to roll your eyes, going to make you scream, going to make you holla in all the bad ways. Um, 
Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Is it number what? Eight. Yeah. Yeah? Eight. That's like pretty... Yeah, why? <laughs> I've never been a huge Freddy fan. He just didn't mm -hmm. grab my attention like some others. Yeah. Like most people... I know! Who grabbed your attention, Brandon? You can't lie to me right here. I know who number one is for you. Everybody knows who number one is. But don't even go there yet. But yeah, Freddy, I mean, I like him. He's in my top ten. That's something. Yeah. Hooray for Hollywood, man. <laughs> but uh, he, he just... He just didn't captivate me like I, he did I, everyone else. No explanation. We're, this is a judgment-free zone, Brandon. I don't like child killers, you know? Yeah. And they, they teased that he was a child molester, you know? I can't support that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want child molester. I'm not, <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, I'm, not, I'm not doing that for the child molestation, for the child killer part. It's like, you know, he, he had to do it do in the 80s, man. I guess he had to kill some children. He, he didn't have to. He just chose to. He had a problem. He had a but problem. anyway. Not the child molestation, man. That'd be bad. Don't do that, Freddie. Number seven for me is Captain Spaulding from mm. House of Thousand Corpses. Not Devil's Rejects. House of Thousand Corpses. Okay. Yeah, and, he, was, he was fine. And number six for me, even though he only killed like, what, two people? I remember he's like. Oh, who is this going to be? F your daddy, F your mama, and most of all, F you. I don't want to say it because it's PG. Yeah. <laughs> that was Captain Spaulding. Oh. At the very opening. Oh, is that who you got at six? No, I said seven. Oh, I'm, still, I'm still on Captain. Oh, you still? <laughs> I love I my Captain. Moved. Right. Number six for me is Captain Pennywise from It. Oh, he didn't even make more. Oh my God, Aaron! I thought about him, but he don't kill nobody on the screen. He, all right, so listen. Are you talking about It movie? Are you talking about kids? It? Yeah, but Why did you see that movie? But you don't even appreciate child killers. How are you gonna put him on the list? I mean, he's Pennywise. He's from Stephen King. I mean, but he doesn't. I was going to put Jack Torrance, but, you know, he only technically kills one person. He was also on the list. The list I saw. Yeah. Jack. But, yeah, that was... That was six. That was number six. Thank you. <laughs> All right, number five. Ghostface. Aha! From Scream. <laughs> Ghostface is a is um, one of the more now iconic... Uh, slashers, yes. uh, and he took the, that movie. Uh, Scream took slashers to a different direction to make it a little bit more meta. Uh, even before meta was even a thing, it just was really good. Um, number four, we won't agree with this. <laughs> is Leatherface? Oh, we definitely ain't agreeing on this one. <laughs> well, Leatherface is iconic character that deserves to be high on the list because Go ahead, give me your he's an iconic character that one scene, I'm going to look think about the very first movie, the scene where the dude kind of trips and stumbles and then the doors open uh, and, well, not, he, and then he like hits him with the meat cleaver oh, yeah. and then like he falls and flops and then pulls him in and slams the door. I was like whoa and that's man, like okay, he kept that movie was boring up until that part. All right, no lie. That's my I, real life thoughts on it. And then the, when I first saw the movie, I hated it. 
I rewatched it. I like it now, but I yeah. it bored the crap out of me in that first viewing. Yeah. But I prefer the remake Leatherface. Yeah. I thought he was more terrifying. He's not. I love how he slams the door in the remake. He's not Gunner Hansen. Gunner's uh, God bless God rest his soul was uh, the original. A nice guy. Um, but yeah, number three is Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on M Street series. Freddy is a slasher that people should rec- recognize, and he killed in elaborate ways, almost as elaborate as Jason Voorhees. But in a more comedic way. Although Jason got some very comedic kills out there too. <laughs> I mean, you smashes somebody's face into a mirror and the imprint of the face. I'm through. actually shocked he's number three. I figured Jason would be three. Number two! <laughs> Tell all your hate about Jason here. here it's Michael Myers. What the crap, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Myers made number two. Because Michael is like is one of my favorite slashers, but the thing about Mike is um, he really didn't get brutal until like Halloween two. Uh, but then again, after that, it was kind of brutal on those campy remakes that nobody would forget about. But then in the Halloween twenty eighteen, he took it to a different level of brutality. Yes. Other than the Rob Zombie stuff, but that's Rob Zombie. It's just his style. Uh, but Michael in this was it felt a little bit more real than the Rob Zombie Michael, and so Michael made my list as number two. I, it pained me to put him at two. You know, actually, I think the 2018 version, 2018 version is the best Michael. I, I agree. I would agree with that. Uh, it pained me to put him at number two, but I had to put him at number two because it would be disrespectful. To not put anyone else at number one but Jason Voorhees. Give me a reason for it. Because Jason is the king of the slashers. But I, 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 I'm not a huge Jason Voorhees fan, but I had to give respect where respect is due. He is the king of the slashers. If they had a tournament of slashers, Jason would come out on top as the king of slashers. I'm talking about Jason from, let me get it right, Brandon. Before Dustin gets, gets on my nerves about this, I'm not getting it wrong, Dustin. Brandon, please don't let me get it wrong. <laughs> All right, let me think. Let me think my way through this thing now. It's not five, Aaron. It's not five. Six. <laughs> Jason from six. Jason lives. Jason lives. This is yeah. The, he the first was, time he was zombified. Yep. Yeah. Zombified Jason is the uh, is. It's got hot in here, people. Yeah, he's got hot. <laughs> he got real here. Jason Voorhees uh, is number, uh, number one, one for me. Because he is the king of the slashers, like I stated. Uh, his kills was, uh, when I said as bad as elaborate as, as Freddy's, or Freddy's was bad as elaborate as Jason's, I meant that. Because uh, Jason's kills, the freaking sleeping bag thing was crazy. Um, the face in the mirror, which is all part of six. Um, yeah. Six it by itself had some really cool kills. And then seven had some really good stuff, plus the fight with him and. Jean Grey was awesome. Uh, I know it's not her real name, but that's who she was, pretty much. And then, I hated Manhattan. I would have just went with Carrie, but, you know. <laughs> or Carrie, yeah. Man, I hated Manhattan. But you gotta love the fight scene with the botzer. Yeah, I hated that. Yeah, I, hate, I got off. mad, because he gets him right at the edge. Punch him one more time, dude. <laughs> 
still giving your best shot. And he knocked his block off, <laughs> literally. It was um, a big moment when I first saw that. But yeah. But uh, you cheered that? Everybody cheers that at that point. You become a Jason fanatic. You're, 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 he's the anti-hero now. He's not the victim. I mean, he's not a villain anymore. Did he become the anti-hero in six? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Jason Voorhees is uh, he changed the game. He, for one, in the series, and I'm sorry, Brandon, I'm gonna let you have your time. <laughs> but Jason was reinvented three times in the course of those six movies. Uh, not saying that he wasn't reinvented after that, but those three times he was reinvented. Once as a child that died, drowned as a kid, and had a and in a dream came out and grabbed old girl, took her in the water. Uh, Alice, I want to think his name is Alice. All right, all right. Number two came back as sack sackhead Jason, uh, which was a more hillbilly mountain type of hill, like country ass Jason. Yeah. Um, that's what it came as. Which makes sense because the town. Yeah. Ran. And that makes sense. But in six, as is Kane Hodder. No, he didn't do six. It wasn't Kane yet? That was Kane he, came in seven? Uh, Kane's Kane came in seven. seven with the sleeping bag. But but yeah. still, it still I had I want to say it was C.J. Graham. I, I'm not familiar with all of the actors that played him. I well, Kane did, did him the best. Uh, yeah, I thought he was the best Jason, but he just didn't have the best films. Yeah. Ken Kersinger also did didn't do bad. Uh, Ken is a nice guy. I met and, him once. Um, but like I don't really love the third movie, but Richard Brooker makes Jason just. I think he's one of the very best to play him. Uh, he just makes him venomous. Uh, he's yeah. I mean, it, it, he was really good at making Jason scary. Uh, but, but go ahead. What I'm saying is, <laughs> he was reinvented once again in the fifth film, sixth film. Uh, in the sixth, well, technically in the fifth end, if you think about it, it wasn't anyway, <laughs> I know it wasn't, but the character in itself was reinvented. But anyway, it was uh, reinvented. It was a copycat killer. Yeah, but still, him what become, make, did you, have you you seen five? Yes, I seen them all, man. But uh, do you think it makes sense? Roy's killing all these people because of his son. Why don't you go? The one person who did not kill is the actual person that killed his son. He kills everyone else, but not the guy that kills his son. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But what I what all right. I would love to do this real quick, real quick, far. real quick, real quick, real quick. He just was reinvented in six. He yeah. was definitely as, 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 in as six. like ba uh, metal type of Jason almost. You know, metal is in like like his attitude. He's punk. Okay. He's kind when of. You say metal? I think Jason acts. No, 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 uh, not that crap. Upgraded. <laughs> yeah. Although I didn't hate that one when I seen it, uh, but anyway. I liked it the first time I saw it because it was the very first time I saw Jason on the big screen. Yeah. All right. So this is what I'm going to say about five, specifically five, New Beginning, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right. The one with the blue mask. Dustin, blue mask, Jason, New Beginning. You might not ever hear this, but I'm, I just gave you a shout. But uh, anyway, my problem, right, what, what I think that even though it wasn't technically Jason, Give the man. Oh, <laughs> I almost got stung because of Blue Jason. Walsh <laughs> came in the car. He's like, "What are you saying about Jason?" Uh, but all right. But what I was gonna say real quick was uh, the Jason in that film 
It's not the real Jason. Give the man his props. He had some really good kills in that movie with the uh, like the black dude on the toilet. You know, Joanna man. Um, hey, baby. Hey, <laughs> baby. But I'm going to turn. Chase is coming. We can't get away. I can't. Anyway, I was trying to get away. You could. <laughs> anyway, yeah, my thought, my fault. Uh, so that's why my thoughts is, uh, you know, go ahead, go, go with the rest of your list. Sorry, Brandon. Uh, five through one for me. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. He uh, got it going finally. Got some air going. Uh, five is Ghostface from the Scream franchise. Okay. Um. That movie changed the slasher genre for its time in a good way and bad, as it came to be. It was kind of the it had its final. Where, where Friday 13th had its copycats. Mm-hmm. Would you say Friday 13th had its copycats oh, or Halloween definitely. had its copycats? Was Friday a copy of Halloween? Okay, Friday 13th was a copycat of Halloween, but it, it in being that, it, it changed the game because it uh, created slasher films. So, so you think that you think it that, was trying to be a copycat, but it created created something on so its own. So you think that the slasher genre? Like, would you say? I would say we're, we differ here. I feel <laughs> that Halloween was the if, if if the Godfather of slashers, which we would agree with, Psycho. <laughs> I would say the father of slashers is Halloween, but the father of maybe the '80s slashers would probably be. Friday 13th. The only reason I say it's Jason or Friday the 13th because it wasn't Jason in the first film is because after that film a whole bunch came out the following year. Mm. Like it was like uh, they, a lot they, of copycats they, came out. They, just like Scream. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. See the, they they said like the people that made Bar Not and Jason Goes to Hell said there was a film every single week of horror films, slasher films that come out after Friday the 13th. And that's the only reason I say it. Well, I would but say... But Halloween deserves the credit. Yeah. Well, technically, one would argue that Black Christmas deserves the credit, but it's, ca- it, it's so. from Canada, and we don't count that. So well, that's not fair. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm playing. But it's good for what it is. But Bret Hart would not approve. <laughs> that's okay. He screwed Bret. Brett screwed Brett, but he sure did. He did a film with Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You screwed your own career, buddy. But uh, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ghostface changed the game, but yeah. it also kind of ruined the game for slasher films because mm-hmm. it kind of made fun of them. And it was the scary movie before scary movie. If you catch it, my drift on that, yeah. they they were spoofing all the slasher films, but being serious about it. Yeah, you know, and it it spawned. And from from them came. Uh, what, Valentine's? Uh, Valentine. Valentine. Yeah, Valentine. Uh, I, know I Know What You, you Did Last Summer. Uh, which was probably the best one. Uh, Urban Legend. I, I like that, but I don't love Ur- it. Man, nobody does. But Urban Legends uh, came... Like, like those are the yeah. movies that kind of came from that. Cherry Falls came from that. You know, those type of movies yeah. that was like... It was pretty much... They took the formula of 
And then that formula got played out, you know. Uh, it, it killed yeah. the slasher genre. And, and what? Then they try to remake stuff. All right, so before. So we, we're still in that remake era. Yeah, yeah. So let's now, all right, go finish your list because I have a question for you. Number four for me, and this is going to raise eyebrows again. <laughs> but this is like. Um, I'm looking at you, Brandon. You will. You'll be like, why? But you'll understand why, too, at the same time. Can I have, can I have water in my mouth and spit it out? But it's like uh, a guilty pleasure for me. This character is a guilty pleasure. It's Victor Crowley from Hatchet. <laughs> that, that that series. I know you got him high on the list over Freddy. I do. I love that character, and I know he's pretty much a rip off of Jason, and that's why you probably can understand why he's that high because he's he's essentially a Jason. Blanket, a blatant rip off of Jason. But still, I, I I get a kick out of it. <laughs> yes, you do. It's all the aggressive blatant rip off. Let's see. Oh no, number three is Chucky from Child's Play. Okay. Charles Lee Ray. In case you're wondering. Okay, I would hope so. I'm not questioning the people, I'm just questioning Aaron because he gives me a look when I say Child's Play instead of the reboot. Remake. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what the look was for. But really the, 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 if I had to pick a Chucky, it's part two. That's my favorite. As far as, if I had to pick well, a Chucky, it'd probably be the bride Chucky. Movie wise it's bride. I like the, but, the, what they did with it, because it started. It was starting to go downhill after three. So I oh, like. I love the scene in the in two where uh, he's like, "Hi, my name is Tommy." You yeah. know, because he because he like he pauses like, and yeah, says, "Tommy." Yeah. Like, he's like, "What's down this?" But I think his performance was it's the second Chucky. Uh, I love what Brad did with that character in the second one. Uh, he changed. You know, I. He's more violent, in my opinion. The rulers kill. Yeah, he's... And the, and the camera keeps panning out wider yeah. and wider. I love how he kills the teacher. Uh, I love what leads up to it. I, it was a great payoff. I love how he killed killed the foster parent. The Well, both of them, but you only saw the father. He's under the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. It freaks out Beth to this day. I mm. love it <laughs> that All it right. freaks her out. But, yeah, he's number three for me. Uh, I know two. you're surprised... Chuck, you make my top three. I know who your number two is going to be. Go ahead. Number two is Michael. Uh, he's 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 Jason, but he's the boring version of Jason. <laughs> you give me. You have to see my eyes right now. <laughs> he is though. My eyes are looking at Brandon and staring in daggers. Jason's got he's got this charisma about him, even though he doesn't speak. His look, you know, he, he's he's constantly. I would say Michael is more iconic than. Eh, I can't say that. Jason is more Mike. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Jason is more iconic than Michael because Jason is so more memorabilia, uh, but none of them are so more memorabilia than Freddy. I don't think. I think yeah, Freddy, Freddy has killed the game with memorabilia. Yeah. Merchandising and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Freddy. Be even though I, we only have a couple Freddy things, but it's mainly Jason. I have two Michaels though. Uh, Michael. I have I just the like Michael. original Michael and I have the 2018. Version. I like Michael. Michael's my dude. Although I agree with you, 2018 Michael is by far the See, best one. I thought he had a more more character in that one too. And that plus, first one, he's just he's like a stalker with no uh, no personality. I guess is the yeah. best way to put it. And Which I, I understand why he has no personality. I'm not dissing him on that. Right. It's just I just feel like you know Jason was built to be the copycat of Michael Myers, but with personality. Well, Jason was built to be well. 
So you saying that Jason over time Jason from six started becoming Michael? Well, I wouldn't say that. I think Michael in the later sequels tried to be Jason. Even though yeah. Jason originally tried to be Michael. Yeah, it's still a funny game. Funny game. But if you watch uh, part four, uh, even five, uh, he's doing Jason-like stuff. And uh, I think it's very interesting, the, the you know, the rise of Michael and Jason. The, 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 they're neck and neck, you know, to I'm, each other. Maybe I can tag. I'm going to share this on James, uh, James Jude Courtney's facebook hopefully he'll enjoy this james jude courtney me and brandon both agree that you are by far the best michael myers the best one ever yeah. uh, played a role um i just was captivated by you I every time he, you is he returning for the sequel i would hope so james hope please return because you did an excellent job best michael ever best michael ever dude uh and uh, just the cast in that movie by itself not no no knock against nick castle I'm glad that he, he did it. I'm glad that everyone ever donned the the the, uh, the shatter mask, <laughs> the, the shape mask. Yeah, you know you get what I'm saying. But I get it. but yeah, man, um, Michael is is one of my favorites. But we both put him at two because Brandon. Number one number for one. me is and will always be Jason Voorhees. I know that it was. Uh, it it would have been a twist if it wasn't. It was a twist for you that Michael wasn't mine. Was it? it was a twist. I was expecting Michael to be number one. I but swear. I found him. out Freddie was number three. I actually expected Freddie to be number one. Michael two, Jason three. For me? Yeah. But why? I would never put Freddie over Michael. Ever know, in my life, I would never put Freddie over I Michael. Kind of thought you were going that way. Never, but, never would ever know, do but that. The reason for Jason is number one for me. I put, did I put Freddie's three, right? Yeah, you put in three. Uh, okay. The reason Jason's number one for me, he introduced me not only to the slasher genre, but the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fell in love with that character from the moment I saw him on screen. It's like, this is different. For, I mean, it was my first horror film, but I was like, there's something different about this guy. Yeah. I, I didn't know what it was. and I went, Was it second Jason? Yeah, second thing? Jason. I was staying over my cousin's. Is when uh, we still have Boggett's video. <laughs> and I was going through the horror because my parents wouldn't let me watch horror films at all. So I was going through them and I saw Halloween. I saw Nightmare on Elm Street and I saw this Friday 13th Part 2. Part 1 was rented out. So I was like, well, I shouldn't watch Part 2 without watching Part 1. But anyway, I watched it and when he, he just captivated me and I, I've been a fan since. Um, the scene when he, uh, this one of the scariest scenes for me growing up, I didn't mention this in our uh, cinema culture. Because uh, we didn't really talk about that, but this is one of my scariest scenes is when uh, he jumps through the glass yeah. and grabs her. Yeah. Like that, that was freaky, and you see his face and the mountainous and the freaking eye. And then in three, they try to recapture that, but it was what, like the house, right? Yeah. The Which, cabin. Yeah, the cabin. And it, I thought that was that was the most bizarre thing. And they kind of kept doing that in the movies. Yeah, he was, that was his. Signature, I guess. Signature. He would go through doors or glass. I love the one when he grabbed Tommy in four. Mm-hmm. But my favorite scene in part two is probably when he kills the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, and then he goes down a hill? Yeah, he goes down those yeah, steps. Yeah, I thought that was so real. You know, when I was a kid watching that, I thought... I was like, what am I watching here? That's an iconic scene. Like, you, it sticks out. I can still see it. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm in broad daylight talking to Brandon right here. And in front of me, I can see the lightning flashing. I can see uh, the night, the nighttime, and the guy 
going down in the wheelchair. He had like a I think a jersey on, and uh, and he's going down and just like and yeah. and with the machete or whatever was in his face. Yeah, I remember I remember watching that and I was like, what am I watching? Mm. I love this. I also remember the spear when they're having the couple that's having sets. Coitus, yes. Oh, whatever. <laughs> that was memorable for me too. I, I was like, I was like, well. I don't know what they're doing, but don't, I'm never doing it. <laughs> and now he has Dawson, guys. I have Dawson. Jason's coming for him. <laughs> but I mean, you know, since part two, I've been a fan of this series. I watched them out of order, uh, but like I said, part seven scared me. Did you, were you confused going back and watching one? Yeah, I was like, who's the killer? I was yeah. like, why isn't Jason popping out? <laughs> and then it was revealed it was his mom. I was like, I was like, I don't like this. This is this is trash. How'd you feel when you first seen the um, pop out at the water? You know? uh, I, that, that that shocked me. It's like, oh, he did show up. <laughs> so, I was like, but I didn't understand how we go from there to the opening scene in part two. Yeah, there's no way. Like, see, the only thing, if the only thing, it makes absolutely no sense. It doesn't make sense that he. Pops out as like his little boy at the end of that one, and then in the sequel. In part two, it's like six months later, and, and he's, he's a grown he's, man. He's a grown man, so it, continuity never yeah. worked with Friday the Thirteenth. But I do remember watching. I did a double feature with a friend. Uh, we watched Freddy's Dead, and then which I liked at the time, Freddy's Dead, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the first time watching Freddy. That yeah. was, my, was my first film watching Freddy. Was Freddy's Dead? I had no idea, so I liked it. Yeah, you understand. I didn't watch them in order. I didn't watch anything in order. <laughs> Not then. Now I'm all about order. But back then, I watched Clearly, you still on Raw from like 97 or something. 99, man. 99. But anyway, uh, then we watched uh, The New Blood, Part 7, Jason. And The Sleeping Bag came up. <laughs> That's my literally oh, reaction. scared me. I didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> you, said you got scared. I was scared to death. Man. <laughs> but yeah, I... I I've but, just been a big fan of him since. All right, so... Um, since two. So, where do you uh, see... So, we said that what Michael did for Slashers... Because Michael's had uh, copycats with, like, uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Evil, uh, Friday 13th. Uh, you know, like, we got to admit it that it is a... Oh, it's a copycat, but... Yeah, it, but then, it, like, it, so it became its own thing. Yeah. And create its own copycats of slasher films. Uh, even where Michael followed track, even where Freddy kind of followed suit a little bit, he still kept his comedic elements, trying to make it his own thing. Uh, but and then you see Scream, and Scream became the standard, and then everything copied that. Yeah. Where do you see slashers at now? Um, I'm trying to think of modern slashers, and I can't really. Uh, I, I can't really th- think of well, you, a modern slasher other than Halloween 2018, which is... Well, uh, I don't know if you consider it a slasher, but it kind of is, but it's like more like torture porn. That'd be the Saul franchise. I don't do Saul, yeah. I just uh, don't I just do not do Saul. I didn't put him on my list because, I, for one, Jigsaw never killed no one. He didn't kill anyone. But, you know, he's... I think he's the standard for modern slashers, though. I films. To, I guess I hate modern slasher then, because uh, it just it, to me like Hostile, that those, those movies. Uh, um, but I think the Wolf, last Wolf Creek. Those movies are just so. It's just they tried gory for no reason. 
they were yeah they went they weren't going for gore. I think the last actual slasher film that I can remember watching uh, movie wise is probably your next. Yeah, I would say Terrifier is a slasher, but but it still has that kind of torture porn type of vibe about it. It's gruesome just to be gruesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. There's some gruesome stuff yeah, in that it movie is torture. that you can never unsee. In but your that's, life. I would label him more torture. Yeah, but there's no like. He just doesn't kill you. Yeah. He makes you suffer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I don't know horror. It'd be in, oh well, dang. Um, yeah. <laughs> we gotta end this. Um, uh, but yeah, I love this conversation about uh, this list. Uh, thank you for paying attention to this. I'm gonna try to. I might post this today or tomorrow. We'll see. All right. Uh, new, happy. Have a happy Fourth of July, and don't get slashed. Oh, next week uh, Aaron's supposed to be doing uh, episodes without me. because yeah, so. he's gonna be on vacation. I'll be on vacation. I'm so. gonna try my best. Uh, if if I don't have somebody, then I don't know what to do. I'll probably cry. Um, but yeah, hey, well, have fun, Brandon. You can always get your daughter. <laughs> All right, Brandon. All right. Uh, see you later, guys. Bye. Uh, I'm Aaron. And I'm Brandon. And we're the Mark, Mark Out Movie, Movie Podcasters. Podcasters. Thank you for marking out with us.